Dispatch, this is Patrol 666. We've arrived on the site of the disturbance. However, the building seems to be deserted. Copy 666. Continue with caution. Back up on route. I don't know about this, Mars. Something ain't sitting right with me. Uh, you're just being paranoid, you pinhead. What the hell is that? Shit. Fuck. Maybe it's our backup. Come in, dispatch. Has backup arrived? We'll back up, 666. What the fuck, man? The backup you told us was on its way. Is it still coming? We're hearing some weird shit over here. What backup, Myers? Uh, my Myers? Shut up, Krug. Dispatch, what the hell is going on? A sacrifice is needed, Myers. Blood for the dead gods. <sighs> Fuck! What the hell is that sound? What the fuck is going on? Fuck it. I feels like my head is splitting. Dispatch. Dispatch. Let's get the hell out of here. Right. Let. spent what an hour and a half an hour and a half trying to figure out technical difficulties which we couldn't figure out something's wrong with it so whatever whatever so i wanted to bring something up from the last episode we had um briefly discussed uh so last episode is alien and we were talking about explosions in space Mm -hmm. and how there maybe wouldn't be anything and then I thought about that, and I was like, hmm, it's true to an extent, but then if you think about the fact that, like, the Death Star or whatever ship does have some oxygen within it, there would be something for the explosion to be fueled by to some degree. Maybe not as big as mm-hmm. it is in the movies. Um, and then there's also things like fuel and stuff that would explode. So, yeah, I just had a weird thought the other day about that. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> for cool. all the uh, science nerds Riveting. that are listening, I I have something to bring up, and I um, thought maybe this is something we could do. This could help us gain more of a following as okay. a podcast. We're starting in OnlyFans. Yeah, we're gonna get naked. Besides that, well, we've all, we just started a TikTok because you know there's not a lot of. Um, have you heard of hot gluing? What have you heard of hot gluing? So you it's think just gluing, gluing, gluing. Yeah. But it doesn't mean what you think it means. So there's this weird... What, what do you know. think, what you think <laughs> it means? <laughs> I think you think it means like using a hot glue gun. Oh, I'm thinking penises. Oh. so And yeah. spooge. No, I was so, thinking of, the, of the, the glue gun. So there's this thing that people do. Oh, I, I've not seen it. I've only heard of it. Where they take action figures and they like come on them. Oh, and they come on it. That's yeah. called hot gluing, apparently. So I thought maybe that's what... Andy was going to suggest that we use like like the Xenomorph. We can come on it on OnlyFans. I think we would make a ton of money that way. We, we probably would. 
but we're not doing it. No. Okay, fine. Brian's uh, looking at me like, do you yeah, guys want to see that? Um, yeah, let us know. Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, God. Anyway. I'm, I'm surprised you thought glue gun. I've never <laughs> been like, oh, hey, man, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just hot gluing. <laughs> just hot gluing. <laughs> to be fair, I have a lot of action figures, and I do... Want to come on them? I do glue, use a glue gun <laughs> to fix their appendages. Oh. But it's not a thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to... Have you ever gotten hot glue on your penis? <laughs> that would hurt. No, but I've gotten icy hot. Oh. I've gotten like touched the end of like a glue gun on like my wrist and stuff. And it, or like, it um, burns you immediately. It reminds me of like cutting chilies and then jerking off and then your penis starts burning. <laughs> No, I guess you guys wouldn't be using taking my 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 segue. Yeah, we to... haven't even heard what Andy's idea is yet. So yeah, what, 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 what do you want? I was thinking as a <laughs> podcast to you know gain more of a, a following, and we have a, more of a personality as individuals on this podcast. We all have our own like Only catch fans. catchphrase. <laughs> mm. Like catchphrase. on on Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Conan's podcast. Conan has a catchphrase, and his catchphrase is uh, "Kakaroo." So that's the stupidest catchphrase. I was going to say, I'm not doing that. So I was thinking you guys could maybe think of a catchphrase going forward. Maybe I can sign off by saying, thanks for listening. No, that doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't going to be thanks for listening. That's the worst catchphrase ever. It's going to be something from The Exorcist where they, where the priest, or the, she goes, it's a wonderful day for an exorcism, incorporating that. In some, it could be like, it's a wonderful day for a podcast. Yeah, maybe. Mine's just going to be, whoa, I like coming on figures. <laughs> <laughs> I had one lined up, and it was, give me back my raisins, chode boy. <laughs> Is that a reference to something? No. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or this was my other one. This is this is still in the workshopping process. But if if I had like a you know a, oh, but giving me give back my raisins, chode boy. That one's no, that, was that one's ready to go. It's <laughs> ready to go. No, it's uh, my tum tum hurts. Okay, <laughs> that one's more you. Yeah, I could I could accept that. So Ryan, what is yours besides the the figure one? I got one for me. Okay, balls in my pocket. <laughs> I think mine would just be a dead pen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. That works well for podcasts. Yeah. I, I don't know. All right. You could, have, you could have mentioned this like. No, I wanted it to be on the fly. On the spot. I wanted it to be on the spot. And he's uh, putting us to the test. Right? Yeah. Uh, I could use my old uh, kid <clears throat> phrase that I used to say. Ah, dango mango. <laughs> I like that. Why did you say that? Is it like a damn kind of thing? I have no was idea. Was it from something? Uh, I heard my friend say it, and I was like, "That's cool. I like what he's putting <laughs> down. My catchphrase when I was in elementary school was, I'm not even kidding, it's going to sound really stupid, but fuck your mom. I used to say that to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. Man, you must have not gotten a lot of job interviews. Uh... In elementary school? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh Thanks for joining us on another episode of Survive the Night. This is episode 36, and we're going to be talking about a Spanish found footage film, found footage, from 2007 called Wreck. Uh, And as we mentioned in the last episode, this was remade in Hollywood and a movie you might recognize called Quarantine. With 
Jennifer Carpenter. Right, and she is the one that was in Exorcism of Emily Rose. Mm-hmm. And Dexter. All right, Dexter. She was Dexter's sister, right? Mm-hmm. I want to say uh, the technical difficulty we've had is um, our headphone jack splitter thing's not working, so only Amir's wearing headphones, mm-hmm. and... Wow, his chair is loud as shit. <laughs> yeah, we would not have never noticed. heard it. We would have never noticed before. that. Yeah, my chair. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was a table. So can you hear this right now? No, but I think when you like twist around. Um, also, you didn't introduce us. My name is Amir. I'm here with Andy. I was going to introduce you guys, and then Ryan started talking and shit. And, you know, uh, Andy. My tum tum hurts. And Ryan. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to go mango dango. It's dango mango. Sorry. I don't even know it. <laughs> mango dango. Um, so this is... Oh, no. I, I know what my catchphrase okay. will be. <clears throat> okay. Ready? You best stop believing in ghost stories, Mrs. Turner. You're in one. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? I, 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 swear I honestly to God. can't tell if he's joking I, or not. I'm not. It's from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm Curse not, of the Black Pearl. I have not seen any of them. Are you... I'm who, serious. Who are you? Were you born yesterday? <laughs> Robin always wants me to watch them. Because they're amazing. But Johnny Depp. <laughs> What's wrong with Johnny Depp? Well, he's a piece of shit, but besides he, that. He beat my mom. What? Huh? He fucked your mom? Beat. I said oh. beat and fucked are two very... I don't know. Maybe he fucked my mom. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I mean, he was beaten too, so... Okay, I hear my chair now too. <laughs> <laughs> So in terms of Wreck, uh, this, I think this is only like my third time watching it, actually. But I remember having seen it way back in the day, and it definitely left an impression uh, with me. And I believe... So Andy, you said you think you had seen it in no, the past? No, Oh, you hadn't? It. No, this and is Ryan, the first time. Ryan had never seen it before. I had never seen it. I saw Quarantine and then was like, oh, I should watch the original. And yeah. then that just never happened. And so I haven't seen Quarantine would you you I think you were saying that they basically like copy and paste so it. I've I seen, wouldn't I've y- seen quarantine maybe twice and I saw it in theaters yeah but I, I kind of vaguely remember it and then watching wreck I was like do they just take it word for word basically almost except for the ending yeah but like everything else is almost spot on the so same. if I had an option to if I was presented these two movies like that's basically the same movie and if I was giving it to somebody, be like, here, you choose, like, what out of these movies to choose from? I would say choose Wreck because it is, I feel like it's just a better movie. And there's a, a better creature actor in it, too. And a better ending. I would altogether. also say, I think I brought this up at when we've talked about foreign films in the past. There's just some element of maybe it's the fact that I don't know the language, maybe the fact that it feels foreign to me because it's in a different country, but it adds almost like a layer of authenticity to the found footageness yes. of it all. It doesn't seem like, to us, obviously, we're obviously not Spanish-speaking uh, people, mm. but it felt more real than like your average like found footage movie. Yeah, I was saying to Robin that like I don't know what TV in Spain is like, so for all I know, you know, this is exactly like how a TV broadcast like this would be. Mm-hmm. The I think it's the lead in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh she's actually like has a like news show. Oh, wow. Really? I believe so. Yeah. That's really cool. I really loved her performance. If but, you had um, been watching TV later like earlier in the day or whatever, saw her on TV as like a reporter or something. And then when you're like, 
go to the theater and you're watching this, you're like, this is real. <laughs> I know. Like, imagine how fucked up that would be. That'd be really cool for them to use, like, uh, you know, a mainstream TV reporter in a found footage film. Mm-hmm. That'd be so cool. Anyway, Ryan, do you want to start us off? Okie dokie. So, as Amir said, we're covering Wreck, which uh, I'm pretty sure is short for record i would think I so i honestly didn't look it up because yeah a lot of the promotional like titles you see like it looks like it's, it's actually a prequel to um parks and recreation okay. the tv series when i was doing some googling that and i typed in wreck that would come up a lot actually uh again as he said it comes out in 2007 the director there are two of them i'm probably not going to say these names mm. properly uh huam Balajero, I'm, I'm giving it a shot. Uh, he did Rec 1, 2, and 4, and then Paco Plaza did Rec 1 through 3. That's so a great name. It's weird that uh, a lot of the people in this just either was only in 1, 2, and 3, or they skipped 3. Yeah, they're like, you want to do number 3? And they're like, nah. But I, I'm, <laughs> my guess... I should have looked it up, but my guess is maybe it's like a prequel or something. Oh, and that's why yeah. they're not oh, that makes it. sense. That makes sense. But it's weird that the director didn't have any, like the one director didn't have anything to do with it. Hmm. Yeah. So writer, uh, again, the two men that I just said, and then Luiso Berdejo did Rec 1 and 3. Uh, most of these people have only been in the Rec movies and any other movies they've been in, I don't know them. So I did not add them. Hmm. Because I can't pronounce them either. I'm I'm actually kind of intrigued by your next thing here. Because in my sort of short term memory of the movie, I tried to pay attention to it, but there's not really a ton of obvious music. It's very it's subtle at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so with that composer, uh, there's actually a lot of them, but they're not technically like music composers. They're um, like sound effects and stuff like that. I can't remember what the hell the word was. Like but foley artists or something. They um. They record over, mm. like, voices and stuff. So yeah. they record over everybody's voices and stuff to make it sound better, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. So we have uh, Oriel Tarago. He was the sound designer, and he's worked on Jurassic World, Marrowbone, Enemy, which is a pretty fucking good Jake Gyllenhaal film, mm. Beyond Reanimator, and then The Devil's Backbone. I feel like I've heard of The Devil's Backbone. It's a Guillermo del Toro oh, film. Oh, that's why. Yeah, okay. Uh, special effects, there's actually quite a few people, so I added uh, most of them. Uh, we've got Enric Masip, also worked on Marrowbone, Rec 3, and some movie called Paranormal X Experience, and that's spelled with an X, <laughs> nice. 3D. Amazing. Whoa. Uh, and yeah, the special effects seemed pretty simple, but they were very effective, obviously. They look very realistic. Mm-hmm. And I said there was a lot of special effects people, and I lied because I don't know how to read, so on to the starring actors. <laughs> uh, first up, we got Manuela Velasco. She plays Angela. She's in Rec 1, 2, and 4. She, she's in a lot of Spanish films, but obviously probably nothing that we would know. No. Uh, Farin Terraza <clears throat> plays Menu, is in Rec 1, 2, and 4. Jorge Yamam Serrano plays Policia Joven, <laughs> in Rec 1 and 2. Uh, Pablo Rosso plays Pablo. Uh, rec, no one, <laughs> rec one and two, and then worked on rec three and four. Oh. So with that, they had a different uh, actor 
voice him because he's the guy behind the camera. Yeah. They had a different actor voice him, and Pablo Rosso, Rosso is an actual cameraman. Oh, so cool. they used him and then used somebody else's voice. There's also one other person uncredited as playing Pablo, also. Weird. Just so there's three people playing that character. <laughs> Uh, next we've got David Vert plays Alex also in Rec 1 and 2 uh, Vicente Gil plays Policia Adolto <laughs> this one's just weird he was in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part 2 the video game oh, and like... he was a Spanish voice for Bogar B- Bogrod whatever like the hell that is PS2 game or something he's in actually uh, Spanish like language for a lot of video games hmm. That was the more heavy set police officer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got Martha Carbonell plays Ms. Oh my God. Is Cuierdo. Is Cuierdo? Wreck one and two, and is in The oh. Cheetah Girls 2. Oh. <laughs> Robin's probably like, yeah. Was that what the girls were watching that day? Was that part two there? I they think were that watching was the first part, one. Part one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also tried to see, but she's only in part two. <laughs> uh, we've got Akemi Goto. Plays literally just called Japanese Neighbor, Rec 1 and 2. Uh, Chen Min Kao, also Japanese Neighbor, Rec 1 and 2. Well, I'm racist. I thought they were Chinese in the movie. <laughs> okay. That's a good thing to point out. <laughs> Claudia. Okay. I also thought that too. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> well, they make some comments about the Chinese. Yeah. So. I, it was very confusing. So. Okay. Well, next Continue. we've got Claudia Silva plays Jennifer. Also in Rec 1 and 2. And she's a little girl, right? Yes. yes. Jennifer. Carlos Lasarte plays Caesar, Rec 1 and 2, and 4. Oh, and guy. then we've got the big boy, mm-hmm. Javier Botet, plays Nina Medeiros. Who's that again? The end creature. Oh. And he was in Rec 1 through 4. He was the ghost in Mama. He was in Crimson Peak. He was the crooked man in The Conjuring 2. Oh. He was the xenomorph, xenomorph in Alien Covenant. He was the hobo in It 1 and 2. It. Just in like brackets, it just says, just says hobo. hobo. That's, that's what his name was. <laughs> I know. He was in Insidious, The Last Key as the key master. And then he was in his house as uh, a witch or something. So He's is this how he all- was? discovered probably i think he's been in stuff before this but it was mostly it, spanish stuff it was that going he was to in. be it's i think it, this was like maybe his first like big like big movie but then i think mama was the one that brought uh got him to like the united states and, and he Hollywood. has the same thing that um fuck, what the hell is his name now i can't remember the, but the guy from alien right has mm-hmm. and the guy i think who plays Abe Sapien? I think he also has Doug that Jones? Too. Yeah. So that, that fucks me up because I thought this was a woman in the movie. And then I also thought... He plays just, a lot of women. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I also thought that this was like CGI just because of the way it moved and shit. Yeah. It's so weird. No, it's if all you, practical. Yes. Yeah, if oh my if God. you look up, you can see videos of him actually playing as Mama character <laughs> from Mama where he's just hooked up to like a saddle thing and flipping back and forth. I haven't seen Mama, but you guys have brought that up a lot. It's not a good movie. It's a, I like It's it. like the black horror film, right? No. no. Oh, what am I thinking about? You're thinking of, of the movie... Recent uh, movie, like I Jordan Peele produced or whatever? A, it is also called Mama. Oh, Or okay. Mama's House or something. Are you talking about Ma? Ma. Oh, Ma. That's it. Yeah, sorry, I got those two confused. That was a large woman. <clears throat> yeah. Not a skinny I thought that might have been like a character in that movie. So the last time you guys were talking about it, I thought you guys were talking about that movie no. too. Okay. 
Yeah, Ryan so, has also lo- watched a lot of these movies a while ago, and then he says he hates them. But then I feel like if he rewatched them, he might like them. Because yeah, he said that like about what movie? Phantasm. I think you said that you yeah. hated that movie, and then when we Still, covered it, it's okay. It, yeah, but you went from like what other what movies do? Uh, not... Like your next, you ha- absolutely said you hated. No, I didn't. Yeah, I swear I didn't. Uh, I don't think I've seen it. Oh. I'm thinking of the Strangers, and I love the first oh, okay. one. Yeah, I have no idea. I know we're far. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> far away from. It's the... Not like you're my best friend or anything. <laughs> wow. So well, one of them. Um. So we've covered 36 movies now, and outside of maybe The Conjuring, uh, in terms of having rewatched movies for the podcast, I think this one might be on top for like feeling actually scared by it like i i jumped a few times i watched it at work and i could just feel like the adrenaline pumping th- throughout this watch mm-hmm. um so kudos for that wreck all right yeah let's go Host Angela and her cameraman, Pablo, are following the fire department on a call to an apartment building. The police seal off the building after reports mention a deadly infection possibly spreading through its residents. And another sort of, again, we just came from Alien, and I'm sure same for you guys, that's probably made you think about the pandemic oh, a lot, Oh, God, right? yeah. It's just like dealing with like in another infection and like quarantine procedures and and even the way they were talking about the disease at some point made me think they were talking about like COVID. It was so mm-hmm. weird. Very topical with the uh, mask mandate being lifted last or on Friday. On Friday, yeah. How, yeah. Have you guys uh, been out much since then? I've been out to a few places. Yeah, and people just still today. still mostly wearing masks. A lot of people are still wearing masks. Uh, yeah. I saw. It's actually if you want to look at who is actually wearing it. Younger people are wearing it, totally. and people in 40-plus are not, which is so strange to me. Because, yeah, I took transit on Friday, the day it was lifted, and I would say, like, 98% of the people on the train were still wearing their masks. And, again, like, most people taking yeah. the train are, are younger people, so. Yeah. To be fair, <coughs> excuse me, uh, if I had to go on, like, transit or in a really packed place, I'm pretty sure I'm still putting a mask oh, yeah. on. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm still putting it on any time I go indoors. I am, too. Anyway, the beginning of the movie. A newscaster woman, Angela Vidal, is doing different (gasps) takes for the news. She is doing a report on accompanying a local fire department while you were asleep. I ignored you, Ryan. While you were <laughs> while you were asleep or while you are asleep. While like, you were asleep. Is the name of their, their Any production TV show. Dragon Ball fans out there will know Videl. So. Which one's Videl again? Oh, yeah, I don't know Videl. It's Gohan's either. wife. Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay. I just need to look this up real quick. Uh, it's pretty cool. Hercule's oh, yeah. daughter, oh, okay. granddaughter. Let me look at a picture here. I need visual Why confirmation here. Videl, she wears like oh, yeah. tight yeah, biker yeah. shorts and like yeah. a tank top. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you hot glued any figures of Videl? I don't have any figures of her. Oh, well. Yeah, they're up his butt. <laughs> Next year, Ryan. February. Anyway, yeah. uh, so Angela starts to talk to the captain, Andrew. She's doing the things that reporters do while interviewing certain professions. She looks out of place. She like she's trying on their jumpsuits. And I'll say that just throughout this whole thing, 
it's so natural. It's so like, it almost feels like it's improvised, mm-hmm. you know? Which we will find out kind of later why it feels improvised. Oh, okay. Cool. Looking forward to that. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll she... be right back after these messages. <laughs> they do that on a lot of podcasts, but a good host. You need that. Yeah, coach. we don't have the... We don't have sponsors. We're going decent... to probably just start putting our own ads yeah, in. Yeah, we, we talked about that. We yeah, should. Which we will at some point. Well, other... Uh, podcasts also just like mention their other stuff they got going on too, right? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, all that other stuff I've got going on. Yeah. Well, you guys could have been like, oh, it's yeah, like we've a... got a uh, a show coming up. Yeah. I could be like, hey, you guys ever wanted a 2018 Honda Civic? <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can. Or like, we just do like a, a PSA ad about like, do you masturbate too much? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try coming on figures. <laughs> Anyway, um, so she goes to the dining hall with the other firefighters. They are happy, possibly horny. What? <laughs> Who put that in? Oh, actually, he's right. Some of the um, some of them are looking at her. Yeah. So she's in a mess hall, and there's like 40 of them. And so uh, are... I put that. Oh, did you? Yes. So the people she's talking to in the uh, the dining hall, mess hall, whatever you want to say, are actors. The rest of them are actual firefighters. That's, that's exactly the vibe that I got. Yes, like, and that's seen... why I thought they were horny, because they're like, holy shit, there's another woman here. Yeah. <laughs> I love ladies. <laughs> um, she is seen uh, putting mics on some of the fire crew. She sneaks to one or speaks to one guy about what usually happens on t- a typical night. She finally sees some other women who work there, and I believe they're not other firefighters. They're working in the reception or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is. Odd, but um, at one point, so two thousand seven, yeah, Spain. I don't. I guess I had a question for you guys. Uh, so they at one point talk about the food that they're making in the fire hall, and I wonder if you guys were firefighters, what would you make to eat? <laughs> um, uh, a good can of alfagetti. Is there a vegan alfagetti? Nope. Uh, um, not really. Al- There's like the actual brand alfagetti. No, God, no. no. Is that different from like spaghettios? No, they're the same. Oh, okay. Just alphagetti is alphabets. Oh. Letters. Um, I was thinking that I'd make like mac and cheese. It seems like something that would be easy to make at a <laughs> fire hall. Yeah, that's a good. Get filled up on mac and cheese before having yeah. to go out and fire. <laughs> yeah, I guess salad or like lighter meals would be the way to go. Probably a lighter meal, yeah. yeah. I like to make spaghetti. Yeah, so spaghetti would be spaghetti. good. So we're just all thinking some sort of pasta. Yeah. Sorry. No, no sorry, 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 Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I hate both of you. <laughs> Shouldn't you love us now? We're not degenerates anymore. Yeah, we're not degenerates. We're like you. Pasta. Just the way you guys said it, though. Like, were you rehearsing that? I know, it, did, it, it, did seem, it did seem like that. I looked at him and we're like, oh, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. And then we, we ate the, the pasta and then we went and <laughs> saw our, our aunts. <laughs> <laughs> We brought her flowers in a box. Uncle different. <laughs> uncle doesn't have more than one know. way of saying it. What? Yeah, I call it uncle. <laughs> uncle. My aunt and uncle. <laughs> All right. So she sees, or she's playing basketball with the crew. She is having fun when the alarm goes off. Uh, Angela gets in the fire truck with Alex and Manu. They are going to a non-urgent call. I like that 
like there's the fire pole there so the fire fighters are going down she like runs up to the pole getting ready to do it and uh, Pablo's like I've got a camera here yeah, yeah I like that too again it added to the authenticity um, also before this happened you can see Angela kind of just getting frustrated because it's so boring nothing's happening and she's like waiting for the alarm so that was cool too they arrive at the building. Police are already present. A bunch of people are downstairs in the lobby. They heard screams and called the police. The police officer comes down the stairs and takes the crew up there. An elderly woman who lives there has been acting erratic, screaming bloody murder. The fire crew break down her door. We see a woman down in the hall of her apartment hiding in the shadows. They turn on bright lights. She is covered in blood. So this is this is like my most feared kind of horror trope is this hallway, a dark hallway, whether there's someone in there or not, let alone a fucking creepy old woman Mm -hmm. covered in blood. It's just pure nightmare fuel for me. They really set the shot up nicely Mm -hmm. just because it's like it's this long hallway and. I also want to say these apartments are all massive. And it looks very lived in. Like it looks yeah. like someone actually lives there, which probably is the case. Uh, yeah. I think just after this film, the apartment buildings, I believe, were torn down after oh. this. But I think they were actual hmm. apartment buildings. I could see that because this building does seem like it's super old. So maybe that's why they even filmed there because it might have been cheaper to film in a really old building. But it also added to the, the scare, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so... The fire crew break down her door. We see the woman. They turn on the bright lights. She is covered in blood. She starts screaming, bites one of the police officer's neck. Uh, cheek. Cheek. Was it the cheek? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, blood and parts of his flesh are ripped off. The gr- uh, crew grab the woman off of him and carry him away downstairs. He's bleeding profusely. And they just kind of leave the woman in there and leave to take yeah. care of this cop. Um. So uh, what are you? What are you guys doing in this situation, Amir? What are you oh, doing, boy. standing in front of an old bloody lady? I mean, I would be. So they think they think that she has fallen down, but like, as soon as I see her just standing there menacingly, I'm like, is this how a person acts when they fall down? So that automatically will put me in a state of defense, and I think all of these cops are just acting completely moronic in the situation. I think they should have. I would have got in the sense that she's carrying this like intimidating presence and i would have proceeded with caution yet they go like right up against her and like mm-hmm. try to take care of her well, i can understand them though it's an elderly woman right. she's covered in blood which they're like oh she might be hurt we need to do something immediately yeah, but see the difference is thinking like oh she's dangerous yeah. because she's got some sort of weird no infection thing going or on. like oh she's dangerous she can probably overpower us yeah. they're probably like there's five of us here yeah, we're gonna take think her we're if fine. she's gonna fight us but this is me in this situation <laughs> yeah, and i've seen lots of horror movies this is true so none I'm of like... these people in this movie have they've, seen any they've horror movies. Seen yeah. horror I've got movies my... don't exist in their world i've got my gun cocked <laughs> <laughs> I got ready. my cock cocked. I was going to say something about my cock. <laughs> had nothing clever, but yeah. What about you, Andy? Well, actually, I haven't... Um, yeah, so... Yeah, you haven't done cocked. anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah. I would think she's dangerous, pull my gun out, and we'll, we'll see where the night goes. <laughs> yeah, see, that's interesting, because she doesn't do anything until they get dangerously close, so... I would try to reason with her. I'd be like, hey, you need some help? Are you hurt? We can help you. There's a you know ambulance downstairs. And everybody would be like, why, is, why isn't he speaking Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> How do you say please? Por favor. Uh, you need help? <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I mean, if, and if she doesn't respond, you can't just leave, I guess. And they, do, do they have any medical people with them at this point? No, it's just they the cops. Not. That's so weird. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm fucked then. I, I would personally want to taser because she, she's giving me bad vibes. So taser. Yeah. Okay. So, but it's, Amir goes in with his guys, sees her, pulls out his gun, and then runs up to her and just tases her <laughs> for no reason. No, my, my gun is still holstered, but it's cocked. <laughs> what? It doesn't cock. No, it's loaded. It's... <laughs> Thankfully, Do I'm not a cop. Do you not know how a gun works? No, clearly. You're not going <laughs> to cock a gun in its holster? You're going to flip the little... Uh, yeah the holster strap the strap thing yeah and then you might like click off the safety sure that's that's what i was trying to say like you're not gonna pull out a fucking western revolver (laughs) revolver also and then yeah so tase her once she's incapacitated then we could like restrain her and then make sure she's good uh health wise and then yeah this is also if she survives being tasered, because a lot of elderly people probably can't survive that. That's true. So Very true. you've just committed murder. That's fine. Um, this is Spain. Oh, all right. Just bribe the police. Okay. Uh, he is the police. <laughs> what? He is the police. He's bribing himself. <laughs> he's like, he's got a 20 and puts it in his other hand. He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, if I was in this situation... Like, I would try to see, like, obviously try to, you know, talk to this woman, see how she's doing, if she's not, res- like, if she's responding. But if she's not doing any of that, I'd probably ask around if there's, like, a doctor present mm. or someone with medical training. Maybe they have tranquilizers or something to, like, calm her or sedate her. Well, you would probably radio for an ambulance because right. you'd yeah. see the blood, right? Yeah. That's weird. You didn't choose violence just immediately like Amir did? <laughs> hey, man, I'm a cop. Some cops, you know, shoot first. What do you want to hear from this? You want to hear me like be like, okay, well, this lady's fucked up. I take the gun out and I blow my own head off? <laughs> that would have been good, yeah. I'd have been so scared I shot myself in the head. All right, Ryan, are you marrying this girl now? What are you doing? Me? No, Ryan. Oh. You're done. Wait, did you finish your story? Yeah, I killed myself. Right. <laughs> I just stop touching. I like the picture it's forming in my head where, say, the three of us are going in, and there's like you guys are police officers, and then maybe me and like some firefighter guys in a mirror just goes up and he's like (laughs) clicks his gun out and then runs up to her and tases her, and then Annie just pulls his gun and shoots (laughs) him. Makes no fucking sense. Okay, so I'm I'm there. Uh, I'm going to be a firefighter for this. I don't want to be a police officer. That's fine. Because I'm pretty sure I would also be trigger happy and just blow her brains out <laughs> immediately. <laughs> um, so I'm there. We're trying to calm her down. Be like, hey, what's up? What's up, boo? Are you on your period? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... She freaks out, bites the one police officer, and everybody's like, oh, we got to do something. We got to stop her. We got to stop her. And I'm like, wait, guys, wait, 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 wait. I got it. And I pull out a Snickers bar, and I feed it to her. Okay. And she magically turns into Hugh Laurie. (laughs) Wow. Because- House, right? Yeah. Because you're different when you're hungry. Okay. Snickers, give us that. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
Wasn't there other catchphrase, not going anywhere for a while? What? Not going anywhere for a while. I think that was another one of their catchphrases. I only remember that. That's one. a terrible catchphrase. Not going anywhere for a while. Have a Snickers. I'm trying to think of what I would actually do, but honestly, I think like, I would go in and wait. The shit happens with the police officers. Everybody's panicking, and I just come up and just cold cocker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. Might... You got to do something. You guys know what a good catchphrase is? Give me back my raisins, chode boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so before our scenarios here, Andy mentioned that uh, Ryan mentioned that one of them got bit in the cheek. But you get a, you get the shot where she's pulling or they're pulling him away from her, and you see like the skin stretching off mm-hmm. of his face, and it's fucking gnarly, man. I also want to say that a lot of the like the violence in this movie, and like even like just footsteps and running, is so impactful like you feel like you're there yeah and that's probably why my adrenaline was fucking rushing Mm -hmm. throughout watching this movie so they get downstairs and they are barricaded inside an intern doctor tried to help the man uh the man who was just bit the health authorities have been sealing off the building the other police officer starts to freak out and tries to get the camera crew to stop filming yeah this guy was a real I don't even know half of their names, unfortunately. I don't know Pablo's name, and I know Manu. Manu. Uh, So this one is... Is this the adult policio guy that you mentioned, maybe? Who didn't even maybe have a name? They Uh, have names, it's just they never mentioned them. This is uh, Policia Joven. Joven. Yeah, he was the like the skinnier one, the right. one that was like really trying to take control of everything, but like mm. in the shittiest, dumbest way possible. So this was me, basically. <laughs> yeah, because he he's constantly like, turn that camera off. You got to turn that camera off, and it's like, what is the camera being on doing to you? Yeah, totally. nothing. <laughs> yeah, he was just power hungry. So this is the part that scared the shit out of me. Was oh, Alex? Oh my the god! The fireman falls from all the way uh, from the top of the stairwell. We hear screaming coming from the top of the building. It's... He just hits the ground and like blood splatters. Oh. And you can like slowly hear it coming too. Yeah. Yeah. It starts to get louder and louder. <laughs> and I knew this happened in the movie, but I just didn't remember it happening here. And yeah, me too. It oh. scared the fuck. Like I'm just shit sitting there watching me. the movie, taking my notes. And I lo- like, I'm like, okay, what's happening ne- next? And it just ah, crash. Oh, brutal, man. Uh, so the cop turns off the camera in a panic. The movie goes black for a few seconds. I do like the segues in this. They turn off the camera a lot. They put Mm -hmm. the camera down on the ground. There's a lot of interference. It's not just someone walking through the movie. Like they, they, you know, there's an actual camera being present. Yeah, but a lot of found footage does that. They do, but like this, they do a really good job of it in this one. I would say like Blair Witch Project... Yes. Um, Grave Encounters, they all do it mm-hmm. perfectly fine. Whatever, bro. Fucking nice. Oh, God. Um, before he falls, they discover there's a like a room um, that's, or like a separate area of the apartment building that's like barricaded with a shutter. Um, but they, yeah, they discover that before he falls. Mm-hmm. Angelo, Angela and uh, Pablo are... <laughs> Angelo. Angelo and Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo's a real name. Angelo and Pabla are back filming. She says she doesn't want, or she doesn't care what happens. She wants to make sure people know what happening or what is happening in the building. She starts walking up the stairs back to where the woman was attacked. Yeah, I guess it's just her and Pablo at this point. But yes, there's somebody else in the building when they go up, right? 
I think someone is in you mean the apartment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they don't know that though. Right. Um, spoiler. Cool. Well, we're we're right there. Spoiler. A woman comes running towards them screaming, falls on the ground and immediately dies. The old woman chasing behind her, the cops shoot her three times until she hits the ground. One of the cops gets upset for uh at Pablo for filming. The camera is zooming in on the dead old woman. Angela wants to see the footage, and it starts to rewind. This point where she is on the old woman's on the ground in the hallway, seemingly dead. I don't know what it is about the way they've captured her in the shot, but you can kind of tell that she's not dead. Yeah, you're like waiting for her to get up. Yeah, I don't know if she's breathing or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. And also, after the cop shoots her, he's like, you know, I, I had to do it, right? Like, he he's not sure whether he should have shot her or not, but everyone seems to reassure him that he did the right thing. Angela would have a couple shots and then run up to her and just like curb stomped her too. (laughs) Oh yeah. That would have been awesome. Her head would have exploded. (laughs) Angela and Pablo are back downstairs. Police on the outside have blocked all exits. B and C protocol is in effect. Biological, nuclear, or chemical threat. There is a woman with her daughter panicking. The child has a very high fever. She thinks she has tonsillitis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do we know the mom's name? Probably. Because I, I don't think I ever met, heard it once. For this film, I don't think it's really... No, it's not. Necessary to name them. I know. The, the daughter's name's Yennefer, though. Yes. Yennefer. An intern doctor who lives in the building breaks into the concierge kiosk. He grabs the key to the roof. They make their way to the top, but a SWAT team is telling them to go back inside. Tarps are dropped over the windows... That part also is just super creepy. Like, imagine being inside an apartment building and you're stuck, and then suddenly all these fucking tarps. Mm-hmm. And it's not just over the windows; it's the entire building. Yeah, being yeah. covered, right? Yeah. Uh, it reminds me a lot of um, in Cloverfield when they're like quarantining off half of the city, putting people in camps, and like they can't continue on throughout the city. Fuck, that's a movie I'd love to revisit. It's been so long since I've seen Cloverfield, and I've only seen it once. And that's another, uh, that's a Matt Reeves movie, the one who just directed oh, The Batman. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. More arguing with the police officer inside and the camera crew. They all start to walk back downstairs. The camera turns off. Angela doing an update to what has previously happened. We see the doctor cleaning wounds of some of the people hurt. He believes that or believes the woman attacked these people in a fit of hysteria. Angela is interviewing an elderly couple. They said all they heard was screaming coming from the lady's room, uh, the old lady Mm -hmm. upstairs. She interviews the sick girl, Jennifer, or Yennefer. She says she lives with her mommy, daddy, and dog, Max. He's at the vet because he's sick. Which is uh, kind of a key plot point for the movie. Yeah, I didn't even when she said it. I was like, yeah, who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, fuck who your cares? dog. <laughs> yeah. The mom is interviewed next. She believes something strange was happening upstairs. She says she's gonna sue. God, you bitch. What the fuck? Spanish Ron Jeremy is interviewed next. <laughs> That's a great way to describe this fucking asshole. He is so greasy and oh. so grimy and so like full of himself. Uh, he appears to be very prejudiced against the Japanese family. Blaming them for eating raw fish. Oh, yeah. That was so weird. It's like, how dare they eat raw fish and stuff? Yeah, as if they don't have fucking sushi in Spain. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
He asks uh, when they will be filming. Angela says they've been filming this whole time. He says she should have told him when they started. Instead of him being embarrassed by the racist comments, he's embarrassed by his sweaty forehead. <laughs> we see the group of people gathered around the police officer. He says he has spoken with the health inspector and he's on his way over. He says there is a, possi or there is po a possible infection in the building. They are going to take blood samples of all the residents and visitors. The firemen start to recount where everyone lives in which part of the building. The Japanese resident says she has a father who is sick upstairs. He is old and paralytic. The camera cuts out. And we don't ever see him in this movie, do we? Do we? Oh, you know what? I think maybe at one point when everything's chaotic later, possibly, but... I'm looking at Ryan because sometimes he sees these things before we yeah, do, so... I get it. No, I don't think either either you do in passing with like the chaos at the end yeah. or you just don't. Yeah. Okay. But but yeah, you you already said this, but yeah, he's also sick, right? Yes. Yeah. And then uh I didn't write it down, but uh the Ron Jeremy guy starts to blame him again, being like it's probably him. He's the reason why. Yeah, he thinks that they're causing the entire yeah. infection in the building essentially. And that scene also kind of reminded me of our current pandemic yeah, exactly. with the attack on the Asian community oh. and yeah. the, and being and they're being the center uh, blame for the, the coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, I get it that it, you know, the origins are traced to China. <laughs> I was going to be like, I mean, I get it. <laughs> I definitely get it. But yeah, in turn, like what this guy is doing, people started just pointing fingers at all Asian people, which yeah. obviously wasn't cool. Uh, we see a cop open the door. A person in a hazmat suit comes in holding a briefcase, supposedly the health inspector. The door is locked back up. He asks why a TV crew is there. The camera cuts out. So this part was interesting to me because uh, the lead cop, the asshole, he unlocks the door from inside, which obviously makes sense from like a door perspective. But I don't think at any point in the movie anyone tries to get out through the front door after this. I mean, obviously they can't because there's, you know, armed cops outside. But... I'm surprised that, yeah, they didn't do it. I'm th I think in quarantine, if I remember, there is a scene where they try to escape and okay. they are shot dead. Oh, shit. But also... They've seen the SWAT at the roof, and you do see the SWAT coming through the front entrance yeah. as well, yeah. like pointing their guns. Yeah. You're not going to be like, I should probably. Yeah, I should I try this. Um, the, I don't think the camera just cuts out, though. It's like knocked down and then shut off. Because I, then. I felt it, like it was just turned off because he was like being like, he didn't even do anything. He just no, walked I, I'm up. I'm pretty and it, sure uh, he like walks up to it and like shuts oh, okay. it off or something. Uh, the camera's turned back on by Jennifer. The camera was placed on the ground. Pablo talks with Angela. They think that there is uh, an infection, or if if there there if there is an infection, you should just say the whole sentence over again. If you stumble. camera is turned back on by Jennifer, the camera was placed on the ground. Pablo talks with Angela. They think that if there is an infection, the police officer and the fireman could become like the old lady. Angela tries to get a shot of the inspector checking on the wounded. They close the door on them. She finds a window, and they film through that. They see the inspector handcuffing the bitten people. Yeah, and so they're all alive, um, but they're obviously, they, they look, their eyes are like white and fluttering. They're making like growling, they're, gurgling sounds. Yeah. They're so breathing she, pretty slow. Amir, the cops in there, tasing them <laughs> periodically. <laughs> on that note, though, um, 
a lot of the the residents start to question the lead cop because it kind of seems like he knows more than he's letting them on mm-hmm. to believe. And the inspector isn't giving them any information as to what is happening, no. keeping like all the residents in the dark. Uh, the inspector injects one of them with something. Both men wake up and begin to violently attack the police officer, the inspector, and the doctor. Angela and Pablo run away in horror. The inspector and the fireman escape the room. The inspector locks the doctor inside. He says he was bitten. The virus spreads through saliva. Uh. We see someone smash on the glass of the door, followed by demonic screaming. Everyone runs back to the main area and closes a shutter door. The inspector says that he received a call from a vet about a dog with an unknown disease. The dog went into a coma, then woke up aggressive and began attacking all the pets in the clinic. They gave it several tranquilizers and put it to sleep. They tracked its chip to the building. Its name was Clifford the Big Red Dog. (laughs) What are these jokes? (laughs) It was Max. Um. The mom holding Jennifer still thinks she has tonsillitis. The just, inspector says it's sorry, transmitted this, through saliva. This was just like one of those funny type of scenes where they're like, uh, it's uh, done through saliva and oh, it's their dog that's doing it and the daughter's sick and then it just pans the camera over yeah. to them. <laughs> and she's like, that's not my daughter. Yeah, yeah. she gets super defensive and then... Yeah, the... she just has tonsillitis. She's fine. But you can tell that at this point, even she realizes, oh, she fucked up. Yeah. Immediately, Jennifer bites her mom on the face, jumps down, and lunges towards everyone else. Wait, does she bite her or does she just like vomit on her? No, she bites her. Oh, yeah. okay. She bites her because what if, what's coming later here. Uh, she runs upstairs screaming. Jennifer does, yeah. Yeah. They handcuff the mom to the staircase. They rush upstairs to get Jennifer. They hear demonic screams coming from the old lady's apartment. Her and the other body are gone. <gasps> Jennifer's body is gone. Sorry. <laughs> uh, they look through the apartment for Jennifer. Behind the firefighter, the girl is hiding in the shadows. She's over there. Look. And she looks fucking terrifying. She's just standing in the dark. This young. She used to be cute. Now she's all demonic looking. She is like the the makeup for this was actually really it good. was really it was cool. really unsettling. The cop gets down on one knee, hoping to hit her with a tranquilizer needle. Her eyes are bloodshot and black. She has blood all over her mouth. Her forehead has a gaping wound that looks like her exposed brain. Yeah, I wonder how that happened, or if this whatever this disease is is just causing her brain to expand like out of her skull. And or it didn't something. look like that before. No, not at all. Uh, when her mom was talking to her about her having a fever, she looked pretty normal. She did, but she also did have, she kind of looked like uh, Linda Blair in The Exorcist in the early phases of her possession, where she's got like blisters on her lip and stuff. Right. She's got some cuts on her face. Nothing crazy, like though. Like the, the, the brain thing could just be blisters, but it looked That's like it true. was deep yeah. inside. It looked her like her skin. brain was exposed. Yeah. Oh. That's what you're talking about. No, uh, for me personally, it just looked like sores on the top okay. of her hair. It did not look at all. Like brains to me. That's why I was like, brains. That would make like, sense. It looked like like almost an exposed brain, but yeah, I think it it's looked just... like boils, blisters. Yeah, yeah on I've, the top I've of seen her some head. sores that look like that for sure. Yeah, they're all on his ass. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cop turns away for one second, and Jennifer screeches and bites his neck. So, the screech is crazy. Yeah, it's such a better sound than most zombie movies in mm-hmm. my opinion and 
I'm not a hundred percent sure how they did it in this film, but and I I look, tried to look it up too, and the only thing I found was in uh, Wreck Two, the way they did the quote unquote zombie sounds was uh, they had the people scream, and then they had recorded animal sounds and layered it all together mm. and then certain synth sounds as well and to get that scream so i think that's what they used in this too because that's definitely not a human screaming which is interesting you say that because when robin and i are watching it she said that she thought it sounded like a cat so that makes sense um fuck what else was i gonna say um what what you just kind of alluded to the fact that you couldn't find anything about wreck one i find that so weird that this movie seems so much more obscure than wreck two like we couldn't find anywhere to watch it streaming it's because it's real it actually happened yeah i mean i know that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know why it's so obscure and like yeah so hard to find you have to you know torrent it and then torrent the uh, the subtitles. Yeah. It's crazy. And this is arguably the best in the series and obviously the one that inspired other movies. And I stuff. think arguably the Rec one two? people like the most is Wreck 2. Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember reading that too, actually. I have not seen Wreck 2 yet. All right. Uh, blood is shooting out everywhere. The fireman tries to grab Jennifer off of him. The cameraman starts to get pretty close to the attack. She tries to run, but they tackle her with some blankets laying on the ground. She's still making an inhuman uh, noise or screech. The cop says, go, leave me. She bit me. Which cop is this again? This isn't the dick, right? This is the other cop. I think this is the dick. Yeah, there's only two cops. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is. The other cop is dead. All right. Namir. 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 You're looking for Yennefer. You find her. What do you do? So I find her. You know, we've been investigating this dark room. Uh, where this old lady that we thought is dead is suddenly missing. So I'm already on heightened alert. I've got my gun cocked. <laughs> I've got my taser locked. <laughs> You're popping and locking. I'm dancing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ooh, going to kill this little girl. <laughs> and so again, I'm super on edge, right? I have no idea where she is. I'm kind of like creeping through this apartment. And then suddenly... She pops up behind me, and as an instinct, I turn around and I roundhouse kick her in the face. She gets knocked out so hard she goes through a wall, and then I book it out the door and I close it, and I'm I'm out. Yeah. Andy, um, I don't care what happens after that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna try and just go up there to the, if I if I saw her going up into that room, I'm just locking that room. Yeah, that would have been a good thing to do, but yeah. I guess they still are trying to care about their health in the movie and stuff. But no, fuck I'm, that. no I'm just gonna lock her in there, and then shoot myself in the face. <laughs> locks the door. He's outside the door and just kills himself. He's like, yeah, locks. I'm like, yeah, I'm safe. They're, they're like, what are you doing? Is she in there? What? Bang! <laughs> and before I set, before I lock the door, I'm like, give me back my raisins, Jennifer. Oh my god. Give me back. Give me back, back. Give me back my raisins, Jennifer. Jennifer. Give me back. Give me back, back. Give me back my raisins, Jennifer. <laughs> it's gonna make. If it doesn't work, I'm gonna make it work. Anyway, Ryan. Anyway, Ryan. Taking a sweet snooze over there. Yeah, he's been yawning in the last couple episodes. I'm very tired. Fucking bitch. Okay. Sorry, that was a bit much. <laughs> so, um, so I go into the room looking for this little girl. 
course you are. Okay, yep, because I'm <laughs> the fireman, police officer, whatever. You're like, I'm going to arrest myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, looking around, looking around, like, oh, hey, little girl, where are you? Come on. I got candy or puppies. <laughs> this is really sounding predatorial. <laughs> To be fair, I mean, I have candy in my house right now. I probably do have candy in this, too. <laughs> candy in my white van outside, little girl. So, uh, yeah, so I see her. I'm like, something's not right with this bitch. <laughs> have you guys seen this? What's all over her face? She's looking fucked up. <laughs> this looks like Amir's daughter. <laughs> wow. I'm talking about my daughter like that. That was a good callback. Yeah, it was. Hey, what? who's my daughter? From uh, The Ring? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, right, right, right. When you're like, was... yeah, my daughter's all, face is all <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and my, 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 uh, my daughter was killed by the ring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I see her, and uh, I'm like, holy fuck, okay, something's wrong here. So I pull out my gun, getting ready to shoot her, and Amir runs up and like, grabs her. He's like, no, this is my fucked up face daughter. You can't kill her. And I'm like... Okay, she's probably not possessed then. You do you. And she bites him here and kills him. Real bad, like, hmm. real bad. Fuck. And then, um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get really dark, and then I had to rein that back in. Oh, come on. Come on. No, it was bad. No, no. I was like, all right, well, Amir dies from it. Uh, I just shoot the absolute ever-loving shit out of this little girl. Girl's fine. She's possessed. Yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck. And then like... She's not possessed. She's infected she's at infected. this point. She's infected. And then uh, I've obviously got like my flashlight flying around or not flying around, swinging around, looking at stuff. And I see a door that's open. There's like some pictures or something up on the wall. So I walk in there and I find out... No, no. Stuff okay. everywhere. So I go in. We're looking for her. Can't find her. I turn around. I see her there. Um, obviously, I'm scared. And then uh, I start thinking back to how she bit her mom. But this little girl's like, oh, peace, peace. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I'm like, no. And I run up to her and I kick her as hard as I can. And then we have this weird fight. And then um, this guy comes in and he's like, whoa, what are you doing? That's my daughter. And I'm like, oh, sorry about that. And But he's got like this giant mole on his face. <laughs> I can't stop staring at it. He doesn't know what movie it's from. Oh, my God. It's Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. The third one. Yeah. Mole, 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 mole. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Anyway. So that's it? Yeah. (laughs) What do you think I would do? I would would see it. I would freak out, and I'd start (laughs) putting holes in this little girl. (laughs) I wish they had done that. That They don't do that in movies. Shoot little girls with guns. (laughs) Clearly, you're not watching the right movies. Clearly. I also... Don't know why I had to specify little girls. You could have just said kids. Uh, there was a movie where I recently watched uh, where there was like a prominent child death, and I was like, "Holy shit! This is like, how, how did they put this in the in this movie and get away with it?" How it was she, the movie Alligator. Die? Oh, I haven't seen that. And this out this giant oh. alligator is killing people. Goes into a swimming pool, and like this family or like these kids go swimming in the pool, and the alligator just eats one of the kids there's blood everywhere anyway i shouldn't be as funny as it is 
kids. Uh, so the firemen and Pablo start running the other way. The old woman jumps out and starts growling at them. The fireman hits her in the face twice with a pipe, butt end of an axe. I don't know. I think it might be butt end of an axe, or, but yeah, it doesn't matter. She falls to the ground and they rush past her. They run down the stairs. The infected doctor has breached the shutter and is crawling on the floor. The fireman pushes him back to the other side and closes it. The fireman asks the health inspector to unlock the cuffs on the mom. He says he doesn't have the keys. The cop does. The one who is dead. Mm-hmm. The shutter is opening. The infected come running out and attack the mom. Angela, Pablo, and the inspector and the fireman run back up the stairs. And Spanish Ron Jeremy too, I think, right? He, you don't see him. Oh, right, right. He's already, yeah. Okay. He's already up there. They get inside the apartment and close the door. Right. Ron Jeremy <laughs> is in there. <laughs> Did you watch this guy's porn? Would I watch Ron Jeremy's porn or this? The Spanish guy? Ron Jeremy's porn. No, because I don't want to watch Ron Jeremy's porn. Yeah, unfortunately, I've seen some of it, and it's oh my god, not good. Imagine how he's also. I think he's in jail. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, he uh... like this is even young Ron Jeremy. This is the stuff I saw, and it was. Um, I'm like, how is this man making money this way? <sighs> this guy's pubes would be so greasy. <laughs> <laughs> Angela says no one is coming for them. The inspector is also in the same apartment. He says he's been bit. He locks uh, a gate to prevent him from getting through. Ron is telling Manu about the underground storage room that connects to the drains, but they need keys from the intern's apartment. Ron gets too close to the gate, and the inspector breaks through and grabs him, biting his head. Angela, Manu, and Pablo run out of the apartment. They can't remember where the intern lives. The infected run up the stairs. Manu punches one in the face, then snaps his neck. You can really feel the force behind his punch. So, at this part, it was like, no, because you can't go up to a person and he like, it like, <laughs> like it was basically a Steven Seagal. Yeah. Next yeah. Snap. Yeah. It was a... slow and yeah. you, you f- actually just can't do it. You can't create enough torque to kill somebody. Do you want to try? Okay. Bring your head over here. <laughs> but yeah, Steven Seagal is a great comparison. Has um, Steven Seagal done any horror movies? I feel like all of them could be considered. <laughs> like horrific in certain ways so i would have been dead like pretty early on in this film because they're running upstairs and after the first flight of stairs i'd have been like you can just take me Uh, i don't care there's a lot of running in this movie so yeah what do you do in this situation when you are you run out of a out, out of an apartment which already has a few infected and you're running into the like atrium area where there's like probably 10 what do you do yeah, so like, I I think the stairs are you know they're sort of advantageous, and I think you have to use those. Like in a, I've been playing a little bit of Dying Light lately, and there are some stairs in apartments and stuff. And one thing you can do is like kick the zombie, and they fall down the stairs. Aren't you a parkour master in those games? Too? Yeah, yeah. So I okay. mean, I can parkour my way out of that no problem. <laughs> but, but I think that's what I would do in this situation: is try to use my st- the stairs to the, my advantage and like push them down mm-hmm. the steps. Obviously, they'd keep getting back up, but at least you could buy yourself a little bit of time. It's true. Ryan? Uh, I would pull an Andy and just blow my brains out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't like stairs. Especially in an environment like this. Like, it, yeah, it's an apartment building, but it's also like a very small, like confined spaces that they're working in. Like the staircase is very sort of narrow and um, yeah, no good. No bueno. I like how in this 
like zombie infected type of movie, the only thing that's scaring you is stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like sk- stairs. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, stairs lately have been. I used to love stairs. I used to like you know get off the train and just fucking bounce right up those stairs. But yeah, my knees, my or my right knee, it really hurts when walking up those things. So, so my right hip has been bothering me for like a year and a half, <laughs> and I have not talked to the doctors about it. Maybe you should I probably should. ask him about those boils on your ass too. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the 30 plus podcast <laughs> where we talk about what hurts. Yeah, my hip is hurting. Uh, I would probably do, uh, I don't know, I'd probably try to find a, one of the empty apartments. Like, I think actually, though, like, if you found an empty apartment, barricaded yourself, you're still going to be stuck in there. You're probably going to be infected in some way at some point. You might as well just off yourself. Like, there's no way escaping this place. Yeah. Yeah, like, even in that Ron Jeremy apartment, like, I would have felt like that would have been a safe place to hide out until, you know, shit breaks. Yeah. Shit hits the fan. All right. So they run down the stairs to the to look at the mailboxes. The mom is now up, but infected. She tries grabbing them, but she's still handcuffed to the rail. Another infected rushes down the stairs and tries biting them. Menu grabs her in a chokehold. He asks Pablo for help. He puts down the camera. We just see a shot of everyone's legs. We hear some bones snapping. Then we see the infected hitting the floor. Also, they're looking at the mailboxes to figure out what room the intern is in. Because they had forgotten where he lives. Mm -hmm. Angela thinks that she's been bitten. The lights go off. Pablo turns the light on from his camera. The woman they just killed is back up screaming in their face. This part actually scared me because, like, <laughs> the lights of the whole building are out. Did they even explain what happened or did, did no. just power just cut out? Yeah. And then, the, yeah, the light of his camera goes on and she's right there screaming at them. Um, and Manu is trying to convince Angela that she has not been bitten, but she's, like, hysterical mm-hmm. about it. Uh, Manu is able to get her down a flight of stairs. Angela hands, oh, yeah. hands him a mallet as she and Pablo run. Uh, Manu crushes the infected with the mallet. We don't see it. It's just kind of off camera a little Mm -hmm. bit, but God, it sounds brutal. They find the intern's apartment. Manu uses the mallet to break open the door. They are having a hard time finding the keys. Angela finally finds them. They leave the apartment looking for Manu. Um, Just on the note of the keys, there's like fucking 200 of them that she's got to deal with. Yeah, it looks like like janitor's keys. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they leave the apartment looking for Manu. They look down and see all the infected in the stairwell looking back at them growling. Uh, they run up to the penthouse. They are able to close the door just in time. There is no electricity in the apartment. Pablo turns on the camera light. They are in what looks like a lab, but with religious shit all over the walls. Uh, one thing, I don't know if you did mention this or not, but when they look down at the infected, Manu suddenly is one of them. He's now become... Oh, he is. He is, yeah. yeah. I did not see that. Yeah, it happened super fast. Uh, the apartment is in complete disarray. They see a poster talking about the Vatican investigating demonic possession. More clippings on the wall show a little girl who mysteriously disappeared from a hospital. Looks a lot like Jennifer. It's not, though, right? No. no. Yeah. Uh, They hear something above them. Angela begins to panic. They search through the apartment. Angela finds documents and research. She turns on an old tape recorder. 
we hear a man talking about an enzyme that is resistant to treatment, that whatever it is acts like a flu and might be very contagious. He also may have a vaccine ready for the treatment. And again, when they were talking about this part, all I was thinking about was fucking COVID-19. Yeah. This motherfucker created it. <laughs> he says that he will have to talk to the Vatican and that the girl must die. He says this should have happened a long time ago. Angela then walks through the apartment that looks like a medical facility. And again, so quarantine, all of this is pretty similar then? Like there's a room yes. with religious stuff all over the walls and uh, stuff? It takes out the religious stuff. It takes stuff, out the religious stuff. But oh. it's like a, like a lab. A lab, basically. Oh, okay. Like, they're crea- like they, they created this infection in this place. So then there was nothing to do with possession in no. quarantine? No, nothing to do with religion. Which is gotcha. what blew my mind in this movie oh, yeah. because watching quarantine i'm like oh it's just another fucking zombie movie basically mm. whereas this is seems to be deep rooted in demonic possession which is super cool and something they didn't really do a whole lot of until more recently too mm-hmm. has there been any movies that are sort of zombie kind of based but the zombies are possessed evil dead evil dead is oh the only that's thing true i yeah, can think yeah, of yeah, because yeah. they're not even zombies they're yeah. deadites right um so the man on the recorder says that he will seal the girl inside the apartment to keep her inside. Uh, while she is, while Angela is looking at things on the wall, a hatch above the ceiling opens up. Pablo, yeah, it just immediately drops yeah, down. Yeah, I don't know why that I was happened. like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that scared me. Pablo says that he has to see what is up there. He sticks the camera up the hatch. Oh, Pans around until a child... Is it a child? It looked like a child to me. Yeah. It did, yeah. yeah like a little boy. and reaches for him. It breaks the light. I, as soon as he went up there, I was like, I know exactly what's happening, yeah. but I still had to like brace myself oh, for it. Oh, it still got me. <laughs> and see, there's, so there's another movie that kind of does this. Uh, I don't know if you remember in Paranormal Activity, um, in the first one. Yes, they do that. But nothing happens. He just finds like a, a picture up in the mm-hmm. attic. So I, I really appreciated that because it was so prime for like a jump scare. But mm-hmm. obviously here we do get one. And yeah, as Andy said, the light goes out and it's all fucking dark now. Ugh. Uh, we only are seeing things through night vision. And we, the night vision, that, that wasn't post-production. They actually... Oh, crazy. Filmed it in a completely, like, blacked out so room. So she was actually walking around blind. Actual and, oh night my. vision. Can you imagine? <laughs> Holy God. fuck. That's how you create authentic. Yeah. Authenticity in a horror movie like we, this. And, sorry, uh, and also, like so many other great found footage films in this style, they were only given partial parts of their script and none of them knew how they were supposed to die or anything. Yeah. Oh, so that was what God. I was alluding to earlier was that a lot of them didn't know what was actually happening. Yeah. Fuck, that's so good. So if the scene, if she wasn't told about the scene, then it would have been terrifying because yeah. this is the scariest part of the movie. Yeah. You can tell too. She's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, but that also means a heavier botet was also like completely <laughs> yeah. true. Uh, we are only seeing through things through night vision. We see a silhouette of someone moving towards them. They try to keep quiet, but they keep talking for some reason. <laughs> like they're just like chatting with each other, being like, "Okay, keep quiet." Yeah, I know. I was like, okay, Shut the keep fuck quiet. Up. Yeah. <laughs> we see a tall and skinny, naked, demonic woman walking through the apartment. She is holding a hammer. I want to say here, we get some shots in night vision of Angela trying to hold her breath. And she's got both hands over her mouth. And it looks like she's forcing herself to not breathe. And it looks mm-hmm. so realistic. 
Uh, they try to sneak past it, but they hit something, and it makes too much noise. Ugh. Imagine fucking... I'm pretty sure the cameraman probably knew. Yeah, you have, have to, to, ass- to keep it on. Yeah, yeah, I have to assume, but imagine if also he wasn't really told, <laughs> yeah. and then that thing came out. <laughs> Like, how would you think you're just like, okay, I'm on this movie, like I'm on this movie set. It's not real. It's not real. And then they see this thing. And they're like, is this, am I in a horror movie? Like, is this fucking real? Like, uh, anyway, uh, they hit something they make the noise. This startles the creature and then they start running. It's behind them screeching and banging the hammer on the walls. Uh, Pablo tells Angela to run. It hits Pablo over and over with the hammer, killing him, in quotations, because we don't really know, but we assume it's killing him. Mm-hmm. We fall down to the ground with him. The camera, still running, sees Angela walking over towards it. She picks up the camera and sees Pablo's body being eaten by the creature. It notice her, uh, notices her, and she tries to run from it, getting knocked down to the ground. I'm getting chills just even thinking about this yeah. very last shot, man. She crawls towards the camera lens, trying not to make any noise. She is then pulled from behind, away from the camera, screaming. And then darkness. And then the movie uh, with like text on the bottom saying, and her speaking, we have to tape everything, Pablo, for fuck's sake. And that quote is something she had said earlier in the movie. It's just repeated mm-hmm. here at the very end. But man. So <sighs> I guess we'll finish it off with, what would you do in this situation? Oh, God, <laughs> like this whole movie is just like a big situation where I'm like, I don't want to be in in this thing. I don't want to survive. So, I just wanted to look it up, and I find this incredibly interesting. Guess who's the inf- like the main infected person in quarantine? Like who plays it? Who? Doug Jones. Oh my God! Really? That's <laughs> yeah. insane. He's Doug Jones. He's so, the one who plays uh, Abe Sapien. That's his name, right? Yes, he's Ape Sapien. He is uh, the creature in uh, Shape of Water. Oh. Here, I'll give you a little rundown. Uh, he's, he's in Shape of Water, Pan's Labyrinth, Hellboy, uh, fucking Hocus Pocus. Crimson. <laughs> he's also in Crimson Peak. Uh, he was Slenderman in Always Watching. And Javier uh, Botet also plays Slenderman in the Slenderman movie. Crazy. Slenderman. Slenderman. Does he have the same uh, body thing that uh, Javier Botem does? I believe he does. He's very tall. I'm looking, but he's also a lot more muscular based on this picture. No, he 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 does. And what it causes them to be able to like really move their joints and stuff around Ugh. like crazy. But yeah, he plays like the the pale man in um, Pan's Labyrinth and the Fawn. Oh yeah. 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 He works with Guillermo del Toro quite a bit mm-hmm. as well. Would you guys consider Penn's Labyrinth a horror film? I mean, parts of it definitely are, but... Uh, I, I would say yes. Personally, I would say no. Okay. I will say yes. I, f- I feel like Guillermo del Toro, even when he's doing horror, it mostly strays to fantasy. For yeah, yes, he definitely fantasy. straddles the lines between yeah. different genres. But uh, Ryan asked what we would do in this situation. Fuck. So we're in this apartment... <clears throat> All the lights go out and all I've got is night vision. When I was a kid, um, my fucking family's weird. 
uh, we used to go to my relative's house and there was a basement and an upstairs and all the grownups would be upstairs and all the kids and the cousins and stuff would be downstairs. And we'd play this fucking game where it was basically hide and seek, but we would turn all the fucking lights out. Yeah, we used to do that. Yeah. And it was so too. much fun. So this just kind of made me think of that. It has nothing to do with what I would do in the situation. Oh, that's what he'd do in the situation. Just play hide <laughs> just and seek. It's like, peekaboo. <laughs> peekaboo, I'm dead. So... Yes. So I think one thing that they do, which is a problem, which is probably honestly the realistic thing to do in this situation is to attempt to run. Um, I think what they should have done is try to figure out a way to defend themselves or attack. Yeah, there's a lot of like clutter around. Exactly. A lot of weapons. I'm going to piggyback on your idea because that's what I would do. They can see this creature. The, The creature can't see them. Good point. So they could try. There was like. In a, they were in a kitchen. There was medical supplies. There could have been like a scalpel. Yeah, they've or... got the upper hand, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's yeah. There's would... two against one strong creature, but yeah, or yeah, if they if and again, like in a situation like this where you're fucking panicking, this is probably exactly what you would do. Yeah. But if I had the choice, I would maybe get one of us to distract this creature and then try to attack it from behind mm-hmm. with like. But obviously, they probably wouldn't have done anything because this thing was clearly, um, you know, the focal point of this sort of possession infection thing, and mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't have died. But that would be what I would try to do: is attack it. Yeah. Is and that it, what you would do? Too? Yes, I was piggybacking off okay. of his idea. So I'm gonna flip it, and I'm. You gonna fuck it? No, I'm. <laughs> I'm the the creature. Okay. Okay. So I'm just hanging out in my apartment naked <laughs> which isn't really far off mm-hmm. of what i actually do or <laughs> let your titties hang yeah my fucking dick absolutely swinging well it is wearing like some weird fucking cloth on yeah, it. i'm not okay. so, was okay. it yeah oh i thought it was completely naked no i had some like weird it's probably uh, just like clothing that was like just just fell off over time okay well i'm tall lanky <laughs> but i still have my shaved head and beard but i'm wearing the little cloth dress thingy <laughs> and I'm hanging out in my apartment, playing games, watching stuff, reading manga, and then the power goes off. But like before this, I've been hearing screaming and stuff, and it's been weird. But you know, it's it's whatever. It's an apartment building. There's noises, whatever. So, yeah, the power goes off right when I'm grabbing something to eat, and I'm like, "Well, what the fuck, man? Again with this shit?" And so I'm not really sure what I should do because uh, I don't have my phone on me. It's dead everything's dead so there's no lights or anything and then I, I start hearing some like banging and stuff and it's getting like really close and uh i've got like my food in my hand and stuff I'm like, Yo, what the fuck and i can, I can hear some people kind of like i can hear some whispering and mumbling i'm like what's going on so i'm i walk over to the living room and it's just these two people in my house crawling around <laughs> <laughs> one of them's got a camera and he's pointing right at me and he's seems to be pretty distressed and i'm like all right, but what are you doing in my house, dude? <laughs> and um, he's like, he's whispering to his partner, being like, we need to be quiet. Like, shh. shh. And I'm like, I can't hear you. <laughs> so I walk over to him because I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in my apartment? And they freak out. They run. And I'm like, hey. And I start running after them. And I'm like, oh, stop, stop, stop. And then the the camera, the guy holding the camera, he falls down and I trip over him and accidentally punch him in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm standing over him like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But he's clearly starting to, like, die because I punched him a yeah. little too hard in the throat. I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, you're okay. You're okay. And then I look up and I see the woman recording and I'm like, 
hey, you can't, don't record. I didn't do that on purpose. And then I run after her and she trips and stumbles and she's like going towards the camera I can see. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I guess I got to kill her too. So nobody knows. And I drag her away and then the end credits. I'd like to think that when you're doing that and you're trying to like say like, hey guys, what are you doing? It's just you de- like doing demon growls because you don't know English. <laughs> just like, or Spanish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so one thing it doesn't quite explain, obviously, I don't know if it's explained in the second one, and who is who this little boy in the attic thing was, or the woman. For uh, I think I've only seen like a clip of the second one, I believe, and it does start to explain how this is happening. Okay. I thought the woman was the possessed girl they were talking about. Yeah, that's it also is, well. Yeah, no, that's what I thought as well. Girl, I, 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 so, I thought yeah. you even said in your um, notes that they had locked her in. The, yes. Okay. It says the name. And then in the uh, in Javier Botet's character has that name as well. Okay, so she must have been in there for quite some time then. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, my only assumption about the kid is that it's is her her baby or something. But it like, could be. who the fuck? Priest fucked her. Fuck. Yeah. Maybe. I mean. Oh god. Which is weird because you would she... think a priest would have different tastes. Or <laughs> or maybe it was something to do with experimentation and he like, you know, artificially inseminated oh, her. Just say, he's unzipping his pants. He's like, I have to do this for science. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll ask you guys first what your thoughts are because well, I've... No. Okay, fine. Right, we're doing Daddy Boy's Fun Facts first. Oh, I actually yeah, have... How many do you have yeah, yeah. left? Uh, I didn't actually say very many. Oh, okay. I've also got some. Facts. You got some Amir facts? Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to okay. point out that he was writing these facts while we were recording. No, no, no. It's just I had wrote, written them before, but oh, then it didn't no, save. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, um, So, like I already said, uh, like so many other great found footage films, uh, the actors were never given the full script, and none of them knew what was going to happen to their characters, which caused the actors, obviously, to stress out, be nervous. They were apprehensive. They were anxious, which apparently makes for good film. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, no sets were built to make the film. This was all, like mm. I said, in an actual apartment building. It's crazy because that apartment building is like super creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, Rec is one of the major inspirations for the game Outlast. Huh. huh. They've actually went on record saying wow. it was. It's interesting because I don't, I mean, aside from like obviously the whole game or like 50% of the game being uh, in night vision with a camera. It also has a religious possession. Oh, so I haven't. Undertone. I haven't. Uh, I've only played a little bit of it, but same. apparently it's got like experimentation and like religious stuff. Mm. In oh, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. I haven't gotten that far in that game. That game is fucking terrifying, man. Um, Like I said earlier as well, the final scene was filmed in actual night vision and total darkness which is horrifying and then just to recap the zombie screams mixed with animal sounds and synth which is crazy and made for such a better sound than we should just, just uh, start a retro wave band where we just sample that over and over again <laughs> <laughs> so we've also got some other facts here <clears throat> are these the mere facts yeah well we'll see okay the creature you see at the end of the movie is actually ryan's grandmother <laughs> That was actually a Robin fact. <laughs> so you can... Now, if the film was filmed now, that's weird, because then they would have had to dig up her grave oh, and pull her out. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Subway did a promotional campaign for the movie in Spain where you could win free passes to the movie if you... In- 
if you survived inside of a locked apartment building for a week. <laughs> okay. Ten people entered and they all died. That's <laughs> <laughs> no context for that. <laughs> it wasn't from starvation. They were actually given free foot long subs, but they all had food poisoning from the chicken. <laughs> Obviously, the listeners can't see this, but he's got like bullet points, and each of these things I'm saying are separate bullet points, even though they all go together. And it worked out perfectly. That's exactly what I want. (laughs) The little girl, Yennefer, spelt with a Y for some reason, actually escaped the building and went on a rampage, killing 54 people. In Spain, it has become known as Massacre de Nina Pequina, or Little Girl Massacre. (laughs) The disease that infected the victims in the apartment actually inspired scientists to create COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that one's pretty funny. And that's it for that. Wow. So, Amir, final thoughts on the film? So, I'm not a found footage event like you are. Um, I've only seen a handful, including you know the ones that we've done on the, the show, which I have never seen before, like VHS and um, Grave Encounters. But... <clears throat> I think I have to say that out of all of the found footage movies that I have seen, this is my favorite. Um, that it will obviously maybe change when we cover more of them, but I like how short this movie is. It's only like 75 minutes long, but it feels like it packs so much into that time. And like I said at the beginning, this movie, even after having seen it in the past, still scared me watching it this time. So um, I'm giving this movie... What are you looking at while you're saying this? (laughs) Yennefer's out of 10. Um, With you saying this is your favorite found footage, but it might change as we go on with other found footage. Uh, For the average horror viewer, somebody who's not really a big found footage person... Uh, it's not going to get much better. <laughs> it's not going to get much better. There's not a lot of really wow. good, good ones, like publicly good ones. So even for you, this would be pretty high up then for found footage. Well, I actually just enjoy the art of found footage right. myself. So uh, quite, there's quite a few that I, I really, really love and enjoy that I have like horrible reviews and mm, probably, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know, Andy will probably like, but maybe a movie. Oh, yeah. Like I love um, the uh, found footage uh, Frankenstein's Army. Not the greatest movie, but like such, like it has so many cool effects, like and monsters. But like again, as a movie, it's just kind of bleh. We'll have to cover a movie called Digging Up the Marrow, which stars the um, the father from what was it called? Dead End. Oh, Ray Wise. Yeah, yeah. he's he stars. He's a kind of a crazy dude in it who believes there's. Monsters Underground. You've not seen that? No, I have not seen that. <laughs> I have not seen that. Use your nose. Andy, what do you feel about the movie? Uh, I really enjoyed it. First time viewer. Um, long first, time listener. <laughs> long time listener. I also want to point out that uh, Amir said that you're a, a, a found footage vet. Like you fought in the great <laughs> found, found footage, footage wars. wars. <laughs> you got like you're like... Your like medallions or your your uh, yeah. Your I mean, medals. I have to fight for uh, <laughs> everybody saying found footage is cheap or like not good. That's true, oh, God, no. but that's no, it's it's stupid. a fun genre. Uh, yeah, I love this movie. 
I found it scary in parts. If I saw this in theaters, man, it would have blown my mind. Yeah. Um, should try to like request it at the Rio at some point or something. See if they can get it. Um, the but the Rio should be requested to us. True. They yeah. should. We could do a panel and then present, three people would come. That would be pretty music. sweet. Oops. Uh, yeah. I'll give it um, 8.7 uh, raisins out of 10. It's too many raisins. Man. <laughs> even, any, well, I, I don't even like one raisin. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I was just going to say anything more than one raisin is. Oh, bad. I love all the raisins. So give them back to me. Actually, you know what? I, boy. I used to hate raisins when I was a kid, but now raisin bran or like a raisin bran type cereal is one of my favorites. What about you? This is what the listeners come for. <laughs> it's true. If you like raisin bran, the off-topic conversations we get, raisins, can we get raisin bran to sponsor this? Do you like raisin bran? I love raisin bran. I hate raisins. In so anything, I, yeah. Okay. I, what I about like oatmeal raisins. raisin cookies? I hate raisins. What about raisins? <laughs> <laughs> what about raisin bread? <laughs> what about <Yeah>. raisin bran? <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, Ryan. Uh, At the end of this podcast, I'm, I'm going to ask you again and see if your mind has changed. Okay. Um, uh, Rodeo Ryan. Sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. He's <laughs> like touching the knob. Rodeo Ryan, found footage veteran. Okay, nothing's happening. Okay, cool. So, what do you think? Uh, yeah, obviously, I like the movie a lot. Um, a little surprised it took me so long to watch it, but. Yeah, me too. It did. Apparently, just so hard to find on the deep web. <laughs> Uh, I will say, I think we mentioned it at the beginning. No, we didn't. Uh, I did find Rec 2 at the video store and right. bought that immediately. So I'm going to watch that like as soon as I can. Nice. Um, I give the movie 8.5 botets out of 10. <laughs> nice. Yeah, let me know what you think of the second one. Because again, I haven't seen it either. Um, I know it's a direct follow-up from the first one so jesus <laughs> that wasn't even a burp it was just, just like threw up in his mouth <laughs> my inside's gurgling okay um so you said you had your choice for the next yeah film, what's your next and one I, you haven't told us so this yeah, is a did. surprise really did he when did he I, say when did i say it was a surprise <laughs> maybe i just ignored that message do you like raisin bran <laughs> you know what actually it's coming around on me <laughs> um for my choice for next week, I want to do what we did with uh, Halloween Kills and oh, right. go see the right. new A24 film that'll be coming out X. X. I guess it'll be coming out the day we drop this episode. On oh, a yeah. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not. Yeah. 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 It'll come out on a Friday, but not the day of the movie. Oh, does the movie not come out? Well, when are we seeing it? The movie comes out on Friday. This okay. episode is dropping on Friday. Oh, this episode. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Are we watching it Saturday then? Saturday morning? Sure. Saturday yeah. morning cartoons. cartoons. I mean, it's not going to be morning. It's going to have to be like probably noon morning or something. <sighs> <laughs> Can we end this episode? <laughs> I'm done. Right. Well, hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> You've been listening to Survive the Night. This is episode 36 where we covered Wreck. And if you want to connect with us, there's a few ways to do that. On Instagram, we're at s.t.n underscore podcast. 
on Facebook. You can find our group and page by searching Survive the Night Podcast. On Twitter, we're at STN Pod, and you can email us at Survive the Night Podcast. Oh, oh at, we also have one, one new one. <clears throat> survive the Night Podcast at gmail.com. Who's a new one from? No, no. We have a new um, thing. Uh... Oh, we also have <laughs> a very scary TikTok. Yeah, it's so scary, man. Oh. What's the what's our TikTok called? Uh, it is Survive the Night Podcast on TikTok. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, uh, kids out there. If anybody wants OnlyFans to see us coming on figures, yeah, hot gluing in OnlyFans or something. You know what else would be cool? So right in front of and uh, Ryan is a Hellraiser figure. Um, and, and it'd be cool if people wanted to pay me to put it up my ass. Yeah, because the head is sharp, obviously. It would hurt, Ryan. And I would pay to see that. So. Oh, sorry. The name of the TikTok is uh, Podcast STN. Okay. At TikTok. Why? Uh, Survive the Night Podcast taken? Yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, apparently there's another uh, Survive the Night Podcast Well, I knew that, now. but like, fucking assholes. But we are, I think we were the one that did it before they did. Should have trademarked it. Yeah. yeah. Copyrighted. Anyways, get back to us about that OnlyFans thing. And, yeah. See you tomorrow. If you want to see us Eiffel Tower. Who were we fucking when we were doing that again? Andy? I don't remember. It was okay. a while ago. Yeah. No one will remember that. Thanks for listening. And uh, do you have any updates otherwise? No, yeah. just uh, thanks for listening. Keep listening. Spread it around. <laughs> yeah. And we'll uh, talk to you next week. Bye. You didn't... Well, I guess it doesn't really matter at this point. Give me back... Give me back, back. Give me back my raisins, Jennifer. Jennifer. Give me back. Give me back, back. Give me back my raisins, Jennifer. Give me back. Back, back. Back, back. Give me back. Give me back. Back, back. My Jennifer. Back, back, back my raisins. Give me back, back, back my raisins, Jennifer.